0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Joining me now on the podcast, Andrew Hutchinson. He covers the Razorbacks for Best of Arkansas Sports. He's been up there in Fayetteville covering this team for a long time. We'll just cut right to the chase, Andrew. Everybody knows what the big question is. What's the latest on Arkansas quarterback K.J. Jefferson?
1: Well, they're officially still in wait and see mode. That's the uh, term that uh, Sam Pittman likes to, to use. Uh, he has yet to use the C word, concussion. Uh, he has purposely avoided it uh, for whatever reason. He has said that, you know, after the game, he said, well, he hit his head. And then on Monday said, well, he has mild symptoms. Uh, you could put two and two together there that uh, he is probably a concussion protocol. Uh, they, it doesn't sound like he's been able to do much uh, this week. They're hopeful that he might be able to practice today, which is kind of uh, the last day. And today being Wednesday. Uh, the last day that they they need guys to participate in practice in order for them to play in the game that week. Uh, now, would they adjust that timeline for your starting quarterback? You know, if he could come back Thursday or Friday, maybe. But uh, as of right now, my gut tells me uh, he's not going to play, especially with the increased uh, you know scrutiny of of concussions and how those things are handled. We've all seen what happened with Tua in the NFL. Uh, I think they're going to err on the side of caution and uh, probably going to see a healthy dose of the backups, you know, Cade Fortin and, and Malik Hornsby.
0: All right, so talk us through those two guys. Hornsby is a, a name I'm familiar with. I've seen him in some of the packages that Arkansas has put out for him the past couple of years, but I know nothing about Fortin. Who is he and and, and what, what role is he going to play this weekend?
1: Well, this is a very interesting situation right now. It's uh, something that all Arkansas fans are talking about. I've actually covered it extensively. If if y'all want to go check it out at bestofarkansassports dot um, So Malik is the the guy they recruited. He's a redshirt sophomore. This is his third year in the program. Super fast. I mean, he's he's got elite speed. Uh, quite, I mean, he's got a good arm. Uh, it's maybe not the most accurate. Uh, And that's, I think, one reason we've seen Cade Fortin, who is technically actually a walk-on, but he transferred in from South Florida. He began his career at North Carolina as a scholarship quarterback. He was a four-star recruit on ESPN, three-star recruit everywhere else, Uh, started a couple of games in North Carolina, transferred, started a couple of games at South Florida, transferred, uh, needed a place to to land as a a fifth-year guy. And uh, Arkansas had a need this offseason, season, uh, and they, they brought him in for depth. And uh, he really has impressed the coaching staff, even dating back to spring ball and, and throughout fall camp. He actually had a better uh, passing efficiency, better completion percentage than Malik Cornsby during fall camp. So it, it kind of there were signs there that even though Malik Cornsby was listed as the backup behind KJ Jefferson on the depth chart, that it was actually Cade Fortin, and we learned that for sure on on Saturday when. KJ went out, and Fortin was the guy they brought in. Uh, he's more of a—he's probably more of the passing quarterback, whereas Malik is more of the running quarterback. Uh, he's not—he's not anything like super special. Like there's a reason he didn't stick as a starter at either North Carolina or South Florida, but he is a serviceable, you know, solid backup in my opinion. He's not—he's probably not going to get you beat, but he may not win you a game if that makes sense. He's kind of more of a game manager type uh solid arm you know the the receivers seem to like catching passes from him uh he just doesn't and he's he's a competent runner too like he's not just you know a, a statue back there he he can move he had an eight or nine yard running at alabama um uh, on saturday so uh but it's not anything like malik with the the game breaking speed that we've seen several times you know he showcase it in, in several other games and packages they've tried to use him as a wide receiver this year because he's got that good of speed they just want him on the field uh, that package really hasn't worked it, it, they used it a little bit in the first couple of weeks but then it's kind of fizzled since then uh, so it, it basically asked Sam Pittman earlier this week like what's Malik's role moving forward and his answer was something along the lines of well he's a quarterback so that tells me they're they're <laughs> going to use him at quarterback and I think we're going to see both of them but I would imagine we're going to see more Fortin than Hornsby, unless they just you know things are going horribly wrong and they need to to switch things up.
0: Whoever is behind center, you know he's got some weapons around him. Rocket Sanders, obviously one of the best running backs in the SEC. There hasn't been anybody, and I didn't think there was going to be anybody that just sort of stepped into Traylon Burke's role. I thought that would have be something they would have to sort of do as a group. But tell us a little bit about the Arkansas wide receivers. Who's the main man in that group?
1: Well, if if they had a main man, I would tell you. Uh, but I think they're still waiting for one to emerge. I mean, as you said, I don't think anyone thought that there's going to be another Traylon Burks. I mean, he's a once in a lifetime type guy. Probably, in my in my opinion, the best wide receiver to ever come through Arkansas. So you're not going to just replace that with one guy. They they've needed multiple guys to step up, and we've seen glimpses. I mean, Jaden Hazelwood, the transfer from Oklahoma, former five star recruit, is the guy they probably thought would would hopefully step into that role and he's had good moments, but I don't look at him and go, wow, that guy's a, a superstar. Uh, you know the uh, Matt Landers, a, a transfer from uh, Toledo who began his career at Georgia, uh, has really good speed especially for six foot five and you thought that okay, this guy's gonna be a really big weapon. He had a big game against Missouri State over 100 receiving yards but since then really not much. Uh, Warren Thompson is another guy you know former, The top 100 recruit that began his career at Florida State, transferred in, uh, had some good moments last year, uh, some shaky moments as well. This year they expected him to really step up, and we haven't seen it yet. Uh, He actually didn't play last week. He's banged up. I think he's going to be available to play against Mississippi State. Uh, Then you've got Keetron Jackson. He's probably the guy that I've been most impressed by, especially lately. Uh, He's a four-star recruit. He's in his second year at Arkansas, sophomore and he's had touchdown catches in the past two games, and they've been on pretty solid, you know, good plays uh, by him. And he caught, I think, four passes against Alabama. Just He's starting to look like a dude. And they haven't really had anybody step up and look like that yet. Uh, so those those are your top guys. And you got to mention Trey, uh, Trey Knox at tight ends. Uh, he's also a weapon for them. And, and I don't think we've seen the best of Trey Knox yet either. Uh, he had a really good week one against Cincinnati has been okay since then, but not the guy that I think he's capable of being. So they they do have weapons, but they don't have a true number one target for KJ or, or whoever's back there playing quarterback.
0: I can't imagine it sounds like a good thing to be playing an air raid team <laughs> when uh, you're the the one of the worst pass defenses in the country. But that's what Arkansas has been this year. They're an interesting pass defense in that – it feels like they either get the quarterback on the ground or they give up a big play, and it doesn't feel like a lot of in-between. Let's start up front with them. Mississippi State's offensive line had its best game of the season last week against Texas A&M. Tell us about the Arkansas defensive line and, and those linebackers who are, who I think are really, really good and how they're going to try to get after Will Rogers.
1: Well, they have been able to get after the quarterback this year. That's probably been the most pleasant surprise of the season you know, on either side of the ball, Was is just how well they've been able to get after the quarterback uh, they've already got, uh, I think, what, 18 sacks, something like that. They, a lot more than uh, they had at this point last year. They're probably going to blow past last year's total, uh, getting close to it already. Uh, and and I think the transfers have been a massive, massive uh, part of that. Uh, up front on the defensive line, Landon Jackson, a transfer from LSU, uh, didn't really do much last year as a true freshman uh, at for the Tigers. But now at Arkansas, he's really getting a chance. and And I think he's improving every week. Uh, Jordan Dominic, a transfer from Georgia Tech Uh, he's an older guy that has shown some skills in pass rushing situations he's not an every down guy but if he's in the game he's going to get after the quarterback Uh, and then of course uh, Terry Hampton in the middle of the defense transfer of Arkansas State he's been big and they've had a few guys that have been on campus for a while that have have stepped up and played better you know Zach Williams for one he's a, a guy that has been here forever it seems like uh, but really when you talk about the pass rush, you have to talk about Drew Sanders at linebacker. Um, that guy is absolutely incredible. He might be the best player on the team on either side of the ball. He he truly is a special talent who uh, Mel Kuyper recently included him. I think he put him at number 14 in his draft prospects. So he's a legitimate first-round prospect. Arkansas has not had a first-round linebacker since 1983, and wow. uh, he has been just phenomenal, flies around the field, just got great speed, is able to track people down. He had a sack of Bryce Young uh, before Bryce Young got hurt last week that was one of the more impressive plays I've seen a linebacker make at Arkansas in my now 11 seasons covering the team. I mean, he tracked him down in the flats, in open field, and you just don't see that happen very often, especially against a guy as good as Bryce Young. So he's been incredible. And, then, of course, Bumper Pool is a guy uh, Mississippi State fans know really well. I think he's got like 40 tackles in the last three games against the Bulldogs combined, including back in 2020 when, when Arkansas upset the uh, upset the Bulldogs down in Starkville. He had 20 tackles in that game. So he is a very good COVID senior guy in his fifth year of playing. Uh, so they, they've they got a pretty good front seven that that's pretty solid. It's just the guys behind them that have been the issue.
0: I thought Bumper Pool was that linebacker that was drafted in 1983. That feels like how long <laughs> he's been at Arkansas. Been pretty forever. much. Um, the back end though, that's where the problems are. And obviously the loss of Jalen Catalan was a huge one for Arkansas, but this secondary it's it just had issues. There's been injuries. What can they do Saturday against Mississippi State?
1: Uh, whew, um if I had that answer, I think I'd be on the staff because they they are looking for answers right now. Um they I mean you mentioned Jalen Catalan going down for the season. Uh, Ladarius Bishop is another guy that started quite a bit last year at corner. He's out for the season. Uh, they've had miles slusher banged up here at uh, multiple times, you know, first with what was presumed to be a concussion. And now as a calf injury. I would be surprised if he plays in this game, you know, other guys, Latavius Brainy, the transfer from Georgia has been in and out. i um, trying to think there's been other guys too, but uh, it's, it's tough. I mean, they've got a guy that I think is really, really good. And Dwight McLeather in the LSU transfer at corner, he's got three interceptions, including one against Bryce young, a really impressive play. Um, that's It's going to be tough. They, basically, they need to make sure they keep guys in front of them. That's been their biggest issue. I know that sounds simple, but they have let so many receivers get by them. And when they face a good quarterback, they make them pay. I mean, Bryce Young had 170 passing yards in barely over a quarter. He was going to go for 600 if he had stayed healthy in that game. I fully believe that. Um, and there's been other times where, like, you know, against Cincinnati that they, get, they let guys buy them but the quarterback just missed the receiver. Uh I don't think Will Rogers is going to do that if he gets the opportunity. I know that's not necessarily Mississippi State's game, but uh that that could be a factor uh in this week. Uh and also tackling has been an issue too. They need to really be sure tacklers. That's really helped them in the past against Mississippi State cuz they like to dink and dunk as y'all know. Mm-hmm. Um and but they keep them from and make sound tackles then that that's that's the recipe for success but that again is easier said than done because they've really struggled with it the first five weeks of the season
0: i've been asking every guest this uh all season long when we do our preview show we do a, i think what we call the x factor a player who not necessarily the offensive or defensive player of the game but just somebody you could see making a big play that makes a difference in this game who would be that be for arkansas on saturday
1: oh man i I've, I've talked about him a lot already but Drew Sanders at linebacker uh, I think he is that kind of guy he can get after the quarterback I could see him making plays in the passing game especially if they try those shorter uh, passes and stuff like that I I really see Drew Sanders being a difference maker in this game uh, you know if I had to pick one for offense I think Rocket Sanders I know we kind of glossed over him earlier he has been phenomenal leads the sec in rushing right now he's had a hundred yard game in four or five weeks this season uh so i think he's he's phenomenal and, and could be a real big key because uh, the best way to to cover your your struggling defense is to keep him off the field and you do that by controlling the clock on the ground and i think rocket sanders is going to be a huge part of that
0: we will see what happens on saturday at davis Wade stadium big game early in the morning i guess as early as it can get On Saturday morning, Mississippi State and Arkansas. Andrew Hutchinson, check him out at NWA Hutch. If you want to follow him on Twitter to get Arkansas stuff this week. Thanks for joining me, man. Always appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem. Anytime.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi media production.